the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It's just good to be with you again. God is so good. Uh, I think we're going to have a guest today. It's one of my favorite people in the ministry, and that is uh, Pastor Boyd Harrell of Cool Ministries. Uh, I'm hoping that he calls in in one second uh, to be on the show. But in the meantime, let's go to prayer. Father God, we just come to you today with such gratitude on our hearts. Father, you are such a good God, such a wonderful God, and you are still in the miracle business of We see miracles in the recovery field on a daily basis, and we are so grateful to you as we approach this holiday season. You're just such a good God. We want to celebrate your goodness, and we want to offer people hope out there, the hope that uh, exists with a relationship with Jesus Christ. So just uh, be with us today, and uh, we hope that this message falls on ears to hear and hearts to receive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so hopefully we'll have Pastor Boyd on in a minute. And uh, I, I do want to reiterate that, you know, you may be listening to this show and, and you're like, what does recovery have to do with me? And I'll tell you what it has to do with you. It has to do with our society, uh, for one thing, because we have millions of people, literally, that are in bondage. And uh, they're in bondage to alcohol, to drugs, to pornography, to gambling, uh, and they don't know where to turn. And eventually, uh, they're going to come to a point where uh, they don't know what to do. And you know them. They're your friends. They're your neighbors. They're your relatives. We all know somebody that's in that predicament. But the truth of the matter is is that we've had this pandemic for for centuries. And um, ever since, I suppose, we learned to ferment wine or discovered uh, any kind of psychedelic substance or, or uh, you know, had sexual addictions and, and problems like that and or throwing bones or whatever they used to throw back in the old days. Um, it's been with us forever, but there's, there's a vaccine to this pandemic and it's one that works and it's one that, uh, it absolutely works. It doesn't just work some of the time. It just doesn't work on some of the people. It doesn't have any bad side effects and his name is Jesus Christ. And so, uh, a relationship with Jesus is what started me on, on this road, uh, because, you know, the reason I'm here with Recovery Radio Houston is because I battled my own addictions. And uh, 
I didn't know where to turn. You know, I I would stop for a while and um, it it wouldn't. I couldn't do it. I'd, I'd I'd go a couple of months and then I'd I'd relapse, and I didn't have a close relationship with Jesus Christ. I was always a believer, and I always prayed the nine one one prayers. Oh, God, please, Lord, get me out of this, and I'll never do it again. And you know, sooner or later, I'd go right back to it. So, um, you know, it's. It was only once um, I was actually calling around, delaying going into rehab, and I called this man, and he said that he had never gotten sober until he went to a faith-based rehab. And uh, he said that he had been to eight different rehab, secular rehab programs, and uh, they hadn't worked. And that really resonated. God touched my heart that day because my mom, you know, addiction is it's hereditary my my both grandfathers paternal and maternal died of of liver failure alcohol related complications and so did my mom at 62 the same age i am now and uh she had been we had put her in eight different rehabs and she never got sober um so when he said that god touched my heart that day and i guarantee you that the only way you're going to get a supernatural supercharged recovery is is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. There's got to be a huge difference between faith-based recovery and secular recovery. So, uh, we need to do studies on that because, you know, I'm on the board of directors of the Open Door Mission, and the Open Door Mission is a organization that takes in addicted and homeless men, and those two things often go together. And as Tommy Thompson, the director of the Open Door Mission, says, you know, if your wife has kicked you out and you're sleeping in your car or you're sleeping in hotel rooms, uh, you know, because you don't have a place to go home, you're homeless. And, you know, uh, there are many people out there that consider themselves functioning alcoholics or functioning drug addicts. And that may work for some for a while, but are you functioning at your, at your real level? Are you really doing everything in life that you could do? Uh, I don't think so. And eventually it's going to catch up with you. It always does. And, um, and, and you're going to f- find yourself addiction is it, it accelerates. It, it doesn't slow down. It, it, uh, there's a better word for it. Uh, that escapes me right now. It's progressive. There we go. It's progressive and it gets worse and worse and worse. And so, you know, I went into rehab and uh, I began to have a real relationship with Jesus Christ. I began going to Bible studies and attending church and, and reading the word and really trying to spend time with Jesus Christ and with, and it just, it changed my life and it's so wonderful. So this show is about hope and, and, you know, it, it, it's that people don't have to live the way they're living. They don't have to live under the bondage of addiction. Uh, you know, addiction takes people places that you never would have thought you would have gone. I mean, it causes people to do things and it's, it's very difficult if you're the relative of someone that, that is suffering under the bondage of addiction to know what to do. Because sometimes if you, try to help them to in a certain way you're enabling them and but you don't want to cut off your relationship with them completely and you want to love them but but you have to be careful that you're not enabling the behavior you just got to talk straight to people and you know uh, we, they say we've we've all got to hit our bottom before we come to it and uh, bottoms are in different places because sometimes people's bottoms are, are are they die um and so anyway the open door mission is a, is a wonderful program it's faith-based, it, uh, but it also teaches people job skills. If they don't have a GED, don't have a high school education, they'll get their GED. While they're there, they'll get job training. They'll learn how to use a computer. They'll learn how to do a resume. Uh, they'll, they'll have counseling. 
they'll have smart recovery, cognitive recovery. They'll learn tools of how to avoid relapse and how to avoid triggers. Uh, and then it finds jobs for people. Uh, they work with second chance employers and turns people that whose lives seemed lost into progressive, uh, into productive citizens. That's the kind of ministry that, that we're trying to get involved in at our church, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're a church plant, and we have outreach ministries into to, uh, addiction recovery, faith-based addiction recovery centers, recovery meetings like our Break Every Chain meeting, which meets at 901 Wilson Road on Friday nights at, at uh, 7 o'clock. We meet every Friday, 7 o'clock, and uh, we have uh, the Word of God. We we praise and worship the Lord, usher in the Holy Spirit. Then we have a short biblical message. Then we break off into men's and women's groups, and we share our victories and our triumphs and our difficulties, our challenges, our failures, uh, and we share those with each other. The Bible says in James five sixteen, it says, Confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. And uh, there's something powerful in that. There's, you know, iron sharpens iron as one person sharpens another. They're in the fellowship, the body of Christ, uh, it's powerful. And so we meet on Friday nights, and you're invited. You know, the other thing about recovery is is that the truth of the matter is the Bible's a book about recovery. Everybody's recovering from something. It may not be an addiction. It may be a relationship issue. It may be a problem with anger, which can be addictive. It may be a codependency on somebody that, that is not healthy, that you can't break away from it. It, it, it could be depression. It could be um, envy. It could be jealousy. It could be uh, that you don't really know what your purpose in life is. It could be that you're getting passed over at work and it's just boiling inside you. So, you know, recovery is a, a much broader thing. The Bible wants to restore us to the purpose that Jesus Christ has for us in our lives. And so, uh, you know, the recovery programs are broader than just addiction to drugs and alcohol. And so is this ministry. So this ministry is about hope, and uh, nothing is impossible for God. He can deliver anybody from anything, anytime. But there's a saying in recovery that without God, I can't, and without me, God won't. So it's a partnership. You know, this uh, program is reaching people. Uh, We've got a podcast, and, you know, there's a guy in Florida that I'm helping to get into a rehab. Uh, in fact, he's going to take a bus from Fort Walton, Florida tomorrow morning. Uh, and he's going to go into a place called, um, Project Hope in Arkansas. You know, this, that one person that that we're going to help that way, that makes this program worth it because that's what we're here to do. We're here to provide resources and help people. I think our friend Boyd Harold, Pastor Boyd Harold from Cool Ministries is here on the line. So let's welcome him into the program. Pastor Boyd? Thank you so, so very much. Please forgive my tardiness. I'll tell you, folks, there's a lot of hurt in these streets, and we have been hard at it all day long, and we thank God for the grace and the mercy and the love and faith and hope of his people that empowers us all to work together and pray together to believe God to bring healing to the people that are in the streets out there. Amen. You know, the enemy is going nuts because he knows the time is short. He knows what the final score is going to be, and he is really trying to take people with him. And I know, you know, I I was telling Michael, the producer here, that you're one of my favorite people in, in, in kingdom ministry, and I just love you, brother, and it's so good to have you on the show. 
Tell these folks, uh, what does COOL Ministries stand for? What's that acronym, COOL? What's well, 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 prayerfully, you know, we're, hope, we're always hopeful that more and more people have already found out, but, but for, for the so many more that would exist that haven't. COOL stands for Christ Over Our Life. Now, I've heard other very brilliant acronyms for that uh, word COOL. This is what God gave me. He gave it to me at a time of my life when I was, you know, just giving him my all. He just basically dropped Christ over our life into my spirit. And then I didn't even really at the time think it would become the name of the ministry that he would entrust me with later on. I was in trouble. I was in prison when I got this word. I was set free from heroin and cocaine and alcohol and meth and an aggravated criminal lifestyle. And God just touched my soul. And and then he walked me through. I mean, you know, I've, I've told, told it before on the radio program, I, I surrendered my all, and it was so powerful and so strong and fast, I went and asked God, would he take me out of jail too? And and I heard him distinctly impress upon me, no, sir, I'm not taking you out of this place, but I'm going to go through with you. And he taught me the word. He told me three times, read my word, read my word, read my word. And so now important. 28 years later, the anchor holds. Praise God. We're impacting thousands of lives for for Jesus, and God is doing miracles in folks' lives. Let's just go back. Yes. Up, you, you know, because you mm-hmm. not only are you one of my favorite people just to hang out with, but your story is so inspiring because people need to understand. People, the enemy gets people down with shame and guilt, and you're no good, and you can't do this, and, and you know, you've ruined your life, and there's no way out, and blah, 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 blah. He's the father of lies, of all lies. And you are a testament, my friend, that no matter how it looks, God can turn it around. Nothing is impossible for him. What When you hit your knees and finally really surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, what were you looking at? Where, where were you and what were the circumstances? Well, I was still in the, in the Houston Police City Jail, and I was awaiting my transfer to the Harris County Jail. And I was backing up 15 aggravated years on parole, of which I had been on the streets for three years after having served five years and four months in prison. I had been on the streets for just right at three years. And here I am back in trouble again, a fresh robbery case with a bodily injury, guilty as sin, on my knees on a concrete floor coming off of heroin. I mean, shooting as much as $150 a day of heroin in my veins. And if I didn't get too burned at the dope house, I'd, I'd throw an eight ball of cocaine on top of that. And I was just, my, my arms look like pin cushions. I'm looking at 25 to life minimum. And I hit my knees and I surrendered my life. And I said, God, I don't have anything to give you but this violence and anger and rage and all of this hurt and the dope and the whole deal. And I just, I, I lay it all down at your feet and I give it to you and in love. And I ask you, uh, Father God, to just please deliver me from these demons. And that's all it took right there. Praise God. He delivered you right then. <laughs> that's just amazing. You know, it was it, it was instantaneous. It was so powerful. I mean, I knew that he had touched my life. I knew it. I remember the and moment that, he touched mine. It was, yeah. It's crazy cool. Man, it, awesome. it, it, it is so awesome. So this was not your first time, your first merry-go-round. You'd been in prison how many times? Um, I had all this was at the top of my fourth trip 
So I had had encounters with God in the past, and God had been good to me all the time, but I had usually, I would get so, so sick, you know, for the lack of the drugs, and it would take so much trouble and time to come down. And man, this was a miracle. When I was down to nothing, he was truly up to something. Wow, that is awesome. Now, you know, one of the things that I really admire about your ministry, and I want to talk about what you do, and then I also want to give people a chance to to know how to reach you and how to attend, but the prisons, okay. the work you guys do in the prisons, tell us about that. What do you all do when you go into prisons? Well, okay, pre-COVID, we were we were visiting 36 units in the in the in the north south east west directions away from this headquarters we have in northwest houston presently located right across the street from the houston one parole division on 34th street and so easily accessed just cool ministries i'm sure it'll pop right up you know but anyway so we were frequenting 36 units that housed about you know, roughly close to 60,000 people if you added the amount of people that are locked up in the Harris County Jail because we were going there twice a week uh, as well. My wife was going to the women and I was going to the men. And um, we were touching all these people then. And then, of course, you know, we had our setback and all. But when they finally did open it back up, we jumped right back in. We've been doing services again as the Lord would open the doors at various prisons around the state. And we'd go in and we'd do a worship service. We might do some music. We we definitely have our classes for Breaking the Chains, which is a discipleship program available to the public. They could just actually get in touch with you or me if they were interested, and I'd be more than happy to share with them. I mean, I've done it with many others. I, um, I, I just feel like that we just do everything we can to help each other. Amen. But the discipleship program is being taught in several prisons to uh, uh, you know, you know, various groups of, of inmates, and some of them are in administrative segregation, and some of them are you know on the you know the tougher units, and then some of them are in the trusty camp. And uh, we're always looking for leaders, and we're always looking to raise people up. And it's very simple, Christ-centered, 12-step recovery. Uh, we rewrote the steps and put as much Jesus in the center as we could. And we absolutely love all 12-step recovery. We were touched, helped, blessed. We thank God for all of the secular programs that are lifting up hope that way and all of the Christian programs that are lifting hope that way. We are just absolutely all about it. But God gave us this, and we're running with it. Well, you and me are on the same page there, brother. Everything about recovery is good, and it's all faith-based. It's all Christ-breathed. It's all inspired by him. Those 12 steps, they were inspired by God. And I love, you know, I've, I've kind of taken— the way you wrote the, the, the 12 steps and put Christ in him, I've incorporated that into, I've made a couple little tweaks, but I've incorporated what you did and took and built upon your word and uh, your work. And uh, we use that. And, you know, for example, step one, uh, the way you've rewritten it, we admit that without Christ as our savior, we are powerless over our addictive and codependent behavior and that our life has become unmanageable. That's the key, man, is Jesus. If you want a supercharged supernatural recovery, you put Jesus in the middle of it. Amen. <laughs> Well, you, you sure got that right because I, I know for for certain that whenever whenever I didn't have Christ over my life, when I when I, when He was not the Lord of my life, I was powerless for sure. 
I was powerless against all of it. But the beautiful thing was that in that step two, when you when you begin to come to believe that he has the power and that he can deliver you from every plan, power, and work of the devil, and then in that step three, when you make that decision to open your heart and you hear the gospel, you know, it's really it's really wonderful the way that God puts something inside of every human being that really craves desire and uh, of acknowledging him i mean it is there it, it can be it can be real beat down and people can get real hard and real real sore uh real hardened and bitter but but it's still there god puts something inside of every human being that wants to know him that wants to acknowledge him and Pain doesn't move him, but hopefully it will some, in most cases, move us to him, you know? Amen. Well, you know, that's one of the things I'm struck by when I when I see your results from your prison meetings. You know, people are hungry in there. Lives change in there. You're, you're the perfect example. But I see how many people have come to Christ for the first time. I mean, there might be, you know, 78 guys in, in one of your services and and you'll have 10, 15 of them who accept Jesus as, as his Lord and Savior right there, and another five or six that rededicate their lives to Christ. And that's just beautiful, man. That's changing lives. That's changing hearts. That's changing, rippling out all their families and everybody. And, not, you know, not all of them are going to are gonna stay on that path, but some of them are. And that's a miracle. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a that's present-day miracle. So. That's true, and, and all of us remain just one, just one decision away from yes. a fatal mistake. So this is an everyday life occurrence. You know, I love what you just pointed out, and I give God all the glory and praise and honor because it's truly His and His alone. And it's true in your life and in your ministry and in all the discipleship and the outreach and the recovery slash restoration ministry that you're involved in and all the different family and friends. Because, man, it takes a village to do what we do. It does. And then yet and still, I've got to give proper due where proper due is 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 properly given. And that is they opened the county jail back open to my wife here a few weeks back. And and I'm telling you, the last time that she was in there, they allowed her uh, 24 women uh, in, in, in the group, and every single one of them got saved. Wow. And, and you know, and I, I look chills. at that, and, I, and I'm thinking, you know, I mean, we're 22 years in the ministry, and we're walking in rooms where people are incarcerated that have never seen us. They've never heard of us, and that's what just just this past, you know, whatever, 12 months, 19 months, two years, whatever you look at, whatever you think of in, in representation of the amount of time that has been kind of pushed back uh, because of the pandemic, people don't know what so many of us in recovery know. And I think some of us need to be encouraged that are driving home today and and maybe listening from their office still or wherever they may find themselves, that people all around us need to know what God has taught us, what he has granted us knowledge of. We need to share it because, I mean, when Jen gives an altar call, and you know, you and I both married up. You and gotta, and, and when, that girl, when that girl gives an altar call, I'm telling you what, it, it's not just skippity-doo-dah day. She's asking these ladies to prayerfully consider 
no matter how much knowledge of God that, that they might have, have they ever truly crowned him the very Lord of everything in their life? Because there's a difference. There's a, hey, we're, we're running out of time. I want to do a couple things real quick, Pastor. That's, yes. that's powerful. Yes. Uh, you have recovery meetings that people could participate in every Wednesday and Friday? Is there? Well, Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm normally I'm, I'm trying to go online live on my personal Facebook page under Boyd L. Harrell, or it might be found under facebook.com forward slash Pastor Cool Church altogether. Now, on Wednesday nights at 7.30, I try to get online with a word of encouragement from behind the holy desk, you know, like a worship service. And then on Sunday mornings at 10.45, I purpose to have myself or somebody very gifted by God and called by the Lord to bring the word there as a worship service. We are and out, we do have... We are out of time. Ahead. What's your address yep. for your ministry? Thirty. Give us 5005 West 34th Street, uh, Suite 103C, it's Houston, cool. Texas, 77092. Uh, and you can find us at coolministries.net for sure, or just Google Boyd Harrell. I should pop up there. We, we need to do this again soon, Pastor, because we ran out of time this time. I love you, my brother. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at pastorjohn at nccgreaterheights.org. Join us Sunday nights at 6 p.m., 240 West 18th Street, 77008. We love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.